welcome to I Can't Make Bread, So I Made a Podcast. I'm your host, Helen King, founder of HK Productions, a Kiwi-run podcasting business. Stick around and you'll learn tips and tricks to amplify your voice through podcasting. Welcome back to I Can't Make Bread, So I Made a Podcast. This episode is a little different from what I've been doing so far on the show, but when I initially recorded the interview for my other podcast, Seaword Radio, I just had this feeling that it would be a really important conversation for business owners to listen to, especially if you're someone who wants to learn how to listen to your intuition and build a business that is really aligned with your values. I met Natalie Woodman last year when she was a guest on The C Word, and we had an amazing conversation about burnout, how to heal your body. Burnout is something that both Natalie and I have experienced. I have experienced it multiple times in my adult life, and I know that a lot of people have experienced it in the past few years. It is so important to me that I listen to my body and listen to what it is telling me I need and to put my health first. And as a new business owner, I do think a lot about that. How do I build a sustainable business? How do I build a business that I feel like I am bringing in enough income, but I'm also able to honor my health and wellness? And I'm learning that this is actually quite tough and it can be really challenging to balance everything. There are so many things that you need to keep on top of as a business owner. Natalie ran a busy physio practice in London for a number of years. Recently, she felt it was time to take a bold step and she closed her business. She is now in the process of selling all of her belongings before she embarks on an adventure she has always dreamed of. Natalie runs an online business coaching women to align with their highest timeline and intentions. She coaches them to live the life and create the business that they desire. If that sounds a little bit woo-woo, it kind of is, but it's actually just saying, how do you want to live? How do you listen to your body and your intuition? And how do you really build a business that you desire and that is really aligned with your values? During our chat, we discuss what it means to listen to your intuition, how to tell if it's your ego talking, why you need to start working in harmony with your natural cycle, and how to take a leap of faith and chase your dreams. If you love our conversation, Natalie is running an online seminar starting on May 9th called The Real You Summit. It's an interactive summit with over 20 speakers. I've signed up, so go check the links in the show notes. It's free to attend the live summit and a great opportunity to get inspired. Now, on with the show. I've really been working on deepening my connection to my heart. And really, my heart has wisdom. The gut has wisdom. We get to connect mm -hmm. to the divine. And so I've really been leaning into the wisdom that I receive on a daily basis. And I've learned to trust that wisdom. So if I'm guided to do something, I no longer, over the past year, I stopped umming and ahhing or questioning. I'm like, okay, that's the wisdom. 
there's a reason why that wisdom is coming through. It's for my highest good. And then I'm like, mm. okay, I'm going to go and do it. And then I'll do it and something beautiful will happen. Something wow. synchronistic yeah. will happen. And I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't see that. But of course I wouldn't see it. And the more I have deepened that connection to the wisdom coming through, because I've always trusted the wisdom coming through my work as a medical intuitive, that, that I know. But it's now it's like trusting mm. the wisdom for my own life, trusting the wisdom that I'm getting through, because I know my body, but it's separate to that. So this is that whole other layer deeper where it's, what is the right aligned step for me to take today for me, for my body, for my health and for my business? What is that? And then waiting and witnessing to see what wisdom is going to come through. And what I've realized is the more I listen, which I do, but follow through without questioning it, because inside yeah. my body, I can feel it's a yes. So even when I get the wisdom, there's that double check. It's, okay, is this truth? Yes, it is. Is this a yes in my body? Yes, it is. Is this a yes in my body? No, it's not. And so then from that place, I connect with the decision and then I take the aligned action. And so what happened with this decision was that I kept getting that hit. Cape Town's calling. The sea's calling. The mountain is calling. Actually, Hawaii has been on your bucket list. There is no more bucket list. It's time to live. It's time to really live, right? And all, yeah. Yeah. everything has lined up in the most amazing way. I now have an online business, which I have wanted this for the last 11 years. Wow. <laughs> Moving. <Yeah. laughs> so this is big. And I'm like, okay, there's no more excuses. There's nothing standing in the way, they're saying. You can have everything you want now. Are you willing to dig deep? Are you willing to be brave? Are you willing to be courageous? And are you willing mm. to go for your dreams? And that's a really scary thing to mm -hmm. do, I think. And I feel like women are often taught that we can't trust our bodies for so many different reasons. And I feel for myself, after having a serious illness, that's really mm -hmm. challenging because I've had this um, experience where my body completely and utterly <laughs> could not be trusted. Yeah. And then it was very medicalized because it had to be treated. And I think the thing I am that I struggle with now is trying to listen to my intuition and things because you have this these two messages, like one from the outside of you now have to manage your body because it has to be managed because the cancer might come back. And then there's this other part of me going, it's time to really tune in and for you to be the expert. And I think sometimes grappling with the, that dichotomy sort of messages is really challenging for people we're just not taught that we can trust your intuition that we can know what's right that we can block out the noise so I'd really love to know how you got to the point where you were like no I, I can listen to myself thank you <laughs> it really has been an evolution and what I've realized is that the more I listen to I talk about just like we want to build our muscles, the yeah. <laughs> trust is also a muscle. Intuition is also a muscle that we have to build. And that only comes with practice and that only comes with connection and devotion. And the more we 
connecting, listen and go, okay, body, what are you telling me to do? Okay, you want me to do that. Now, I know this seems counterintuitive. And that's what I found is like everything my body has told me to do is the opposite of what everybody else is going to tell me to do. Either it's go and have an orgasm or go for a walk or go and rest or you need a massage, you need some touch, your body needs touch. And that's what I've realized is like lately my body has really wanted touch. And so I've really booked in for like a whole sequence of massages, but there's there's something that's so healing about touch, right? Because the nervous system gets to relax and the body gets to receive in a whole different way. So I've really learned Mm -hmm. to witness and ask my body, how do you want to receive? And I've moved away from money being the object or money being the goal. And it's just, okay, my body is the way to me experiencing life and living the way I desire to and aligning to everything that I really want to experience. And I made that conscious shift and it really has been the game changer. So now how I show up in the morning, it's connecting in with my body. And that's the first thing is, what do you have to share with me? What do you need? And the more I do that and then listen, I've just been, I'm blown away with what happens and what is possible because I've achieved more in less time. Wow. Because the body goes, ah, you listened. Okay. Here's your go. Here's your treat. I got a treat for you. You did that one thing I needed. Here's your, here's your treat. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think because I've been through these big experiences and I'm really coming into this place where I feel like, how do I really heal? And I'm still on that that path of how do I heal? How do I move through it and let go of some of these ideas and let go of some of this stuff? And um, so I have been trying to listen to myself more. And I think it's funny, you know, we mentioned about being an online business. because I'm an online business too. I think that especially when we've either perhaps you've been working for yourself for a while or you've worked for other people and organizations, businesses, whatever, you're taught that you have to work hard. And that's how you get results is you put the, the hours in and the hard work and all of that sort of stuff. It's really difficult to go, actually, I really need a lot of rest right now. My body is saying, I'm very tired. You need to rest. And it goes against even things like, you know, when you're your own business and having a social media plan and creating all this content. And I had this moment recently where I went, I just don't want to. I just don't. That's not what I feel like doing. I don't feel like creating content for the sake of it right now because I've got nothing to say as such because I felt like what I needed was to really, I don't know, take the dogs to the beach or have a nap. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't being productive. But there's going to be periods, and this is, you bring up such an important point, which as women, we may be aware of, but I really want to bring this point home, is that with our hormones, our bodies are cyclical. We are not meant to be machines. We're not meant to be on 24-7. We aren't meant to be producing all the time. Just if you think of the ovary, each ovary only produces an egg every other month because we ovulate out of alternate ovaries. So if you think about the body, and I really worked with this and took the pressure off myself. It's like, why am I doing this? Actually, no, 
if I don't have anything to say, that's okay. I'm not missing out on anything. <laughs> Let me just take that pressure <laughs> off. I don't have to conform. I don't have to be like anybody else. What if my way is a different way and my way is my way is the way for my yeah. body. My way is the way for my business and it is the way for my life. Mm. And as women, we get to decide what that looks like. We get to decide what juices us. And I really, I've realized that now having an online business and having all this time, because when you don't have time, it's so easy to make up excuses. But when you have loads of time, it's like, okay, well, now you've been given the time. So now how are you going to use it? Now, what are you going to do to really live? Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, that resonates so much with me at the moment because I have really felt like I've needed a lot of rest. And I have actually started working with a, I guess, a mentor and things. And she's so, it, it's really interesting because she has come out of burnout as mm-hmm. well. And she was in a caring mm-hmm. career. And she just went, no. <laughs> this isn't the way to do it and so it's really cool when you I feel like part of what I've needed to do is you start pulling in your team of other sort of rebels who have gone no (laughs) I don't I'm not going to produce I'm not going to just pump this stuff out it's time to tune in and listen to myself and um and I think that what you say about being cyclical I think that's such an important point because I still get my period and I know a lot of women in their 40s or people who might have been through cancer and have been there in menopause far earlier than they were meant to be. We still have ebbs and flows in terms of our energy. And what I'm learning is that I have maybe a week or perhaps two where I'm really creative and the others are very much, no, no. <laughs> Now it's time to to rest and go in. I think this is such an important thing to talk about for people who might be in this stage. That actually, now more than ever, listening to yourself and figuring out how you can best function in life is so important for your wellness. So true. And I think what's really made a difference for me is all my womb healing. I spent a lot of time healing my womb connecting with my womb, uh, accessing womb wisdom. And this made such a huge difference in my life. Like I can't tell you how big. And through my lessons with burnout, there's many different areas where we force, right? As you reclaim more of your life back, you're like, okay, I don't force in my work, like pushing physically. It's like then figuring out where am I still pushing, Where is the energy of pushing still visible and present in my life? Is it my personal life? Is it my exercise? Is it the pressure that I put on myself to deliver or to have content like you were saying? Where is it? And then it's really sitting with that. And for me, I have to, I can work for three weeks and then that week, which is my menstrual cycle week, it's... I really Mm. have to go within. Yeah, Yeah, I really do. And I'm really working with my body in that way. And I'm doing that. And And what is so beautiful is the reflections that come through in that time, the witnessing. And then 
I just get the most profound downloads. And what I've realized is without pushing, I have created mm. far more written content than ever before. Yes. It's just, it's a never ending cycle, yeah. but, wow. but I'm in, I'm in flow when something wants to come through, when I'm feeling inspired, I might write five posts or like in preparation for my summit, I did 10 videos in a row on the one day and then nine, nine yeah. on another day. But if I had to sit and force myself, I might have only been able to do two because there would have been so many mistakes in it. <laughs> Whereas I literally yeah. did first shot, inflow and go, that's it. But, and the more I am in flow, the more what wants to come through is aligned vibrationally, mm. energetically, and it's on point with the message that I really want to convey. It's connected to my heart and my soul, which yeah. means if the message is going to come from my heart, it's going to be received in the heart rather than coming from my yeah. head and having an intellectual conversation. I want to... I want to touch people's hearts. I want to connect with them at a heart level. I'm glad we're having conversations about honouring your body and what happens during menopause is becoming more of a mainstream yeah. conversation. But I feel like I don't think we should have to fit into this place. I think that it was far healthier to be, what do I need at the moment? I'm not going to be in the office for this week. I'm going to work from home. Because you're going to get the best out of me. Because I feel like you can't get the best out of yourself. Yeah, like you said, when you're pushing. And I feel like we're often encouraged to push through. Just push through it. Just, I know you're tired, but let's just get through You can do this. it. So my, yeah, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. That program yeah. is the most unhelpful programming we can give women to date, in my opinion. And I yeah. can say that because I've done that. I've pushed through. Mm, I have too. overworked. I've mm. over-delivered. I have gone against my body's messages for so long. And I think this conversation is totally different if someone hasn't experienced fatigue or burnout because yes. their bodies aren't yeah. going to get the same messages that our bodies get. And yeah. because of that... I really feel that we each need to look at our own bodies in a really unique way. It's like, body, what do you need in order for you to show up in the right way? Okay, so that means working from home today. Okay, that means half a day's yeah. work today because you need to rest the other half. Okay, but the quality in that half yes. a day is going to be off the charts hot because you're focused. You can deliver quality yeah. rather than quantity. Yeah. And that's really something that I've been connecting in. It's like, where can I deliver quality over quantity in all areas of my life? Connection with my body, connection with my community, connection with my clients, connection with family. It's like quality. You want quality mm -hmm. connection over quantity because if the quality is missing, well, what's the point? I think this is a really good conversation because what my experience has been, and I think what you're, you're saying as well, is that it actually becomes a lot about reparenting yourself, deprogramming yourself, yes. 
and tuning in and learning how to trust that intuition because we all have it and it can actually be trusted. Yes. And in society, the way we've grown up, we've taught that this is there's only one way. And that is so not true. And what is beautiful is when we are surrounded by women who have gone through a similar journey. And this is what's great about being with people who are slightly further ahead, people are where you are, people are at various stages, is you see and you get to witness and your ego mind and the subconscious gets to have physical, tangible examples of what is possible, of what can be achieved because someone else has achieved it. And as we show the subconscious and the ego mind examples of, but she was able to do it, and, and her, we start to dismantle and create cracks in that belief, which makes yeah. it easier for us to shift it. Yeah. And the more we can, yeah. I've stopped looking for how can, I remember thinking and looking at, oh my God, what's going to go wrong? I remember that. That was my programming yeah. 11 years ago. Yes. Okay. I literally was on like putting out fires. That is how I showed up in business. Okay, if that happens, I can do this. If that happens, I can do this. If that happens, I can do this. Whereas now I'm like, these are all the beautiful examples of how this could go right. These are the examples of the potential of what is possible for me. Am I willing to see that potential and possibility in myself? Am I willing to align to that? And am I willing to do the work to make that a reality? And when I say do the work, when that thought comes up of doubt, it's connecting in with your heart and go, okay, heart, what is the real truth? Ego, I know that's your thought, but actually right now that is not the truth. I hear you, but I choose to not align or resonate with what you're saying. And then that way we have to keep reprogramming and realigning those thoughts and those beliefs. And I know in the beginning it feels like work, but because again, we're undoing a muscle that is so overly developed over time. And for some women, it's that muscle has been active for what, 40 years, 30 odd years. Think of how developed that muscle is. (laughs) Think of how ingrained that is. And sometimes women go, why does it take so long? How old are you? How long have you been? Using that old programming, that habit, that pattern, that thought, that belief, just think how that is wired within your brain. Yes, we can clear and shift that energetically, but the tangible actions that we have to follow through on a daily basis to allow for that energetic shift to be physically integrated and embodied. I think it'd be really, and this is partly because I want to (laughs) know. to talk about how do you start distinguishing between what is your ego and what your what is your intuition the ego is usually driven from fear the ego is worried about what's going to go wrong and that's usually based on past experiences because the subconscious doesn't want us to re-experience situations so when we are faced with a decision or choice with regards to change The ego wants you Mm. to always be safe. Let's go for the safe option. Or the safe option is staying the same. Yes, that's the safest. Yeah. Because 
it feels too uncomfortable with change. But what here's what I've realized is that for me, I have declared that I am a lifelong learner. I am 100% invested in growing, in developing. And over the past 11 years, I have put myself in situations where I have been uncomfortable, i.e. masterminds, Mm -hmm. where I'm like, oh, my God, what am I doing here? What do I know? (laughs) You know? And then literally it's okay. Pull on your big girl panties and... Here we go. And is it Jim Rowan? He talks about, oh, and I, I may get the quote wrong because I'm not always good if unless I see them written down. But he talks about the five people that you are surrounded by. Those really uh, influence you in terms of your makeup and your development. And so when I heard that, I'm like, oh my God. Okay, this is huge. Okay. Yeah, so who are the five yeah. people who I want to be influenced by? Knowing yes. that I want to grow, I want to be the best version of myself. And mm. I love learning and I love stretching myself. And what I have become comfortable with is that it, how much I can stretch myself by. And it's only yes. because I've done all of that that I can make this huge decision with such a big leap in such a short space of time. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And I was also thinking as well, because I'm thinking about the ego and fear and things and how often we're influenced by other people's Absolutely. And because of that, I'm really careful about whose opinion I ask because of that. Mm. This is where your mentors come in and whose wisdom are you seeking and do they have the right wisdom to share yep. with regard to the question that you're asking. Yep. And is, yes. is the opinion yep. that is shared from a place of growth and expansion or safety? Mm. And yes, you can still feel yes. safe during growing and expanding. And that is about recalibrating the nervous system and allowing the body to feel safe through the process. And I think mm. that's to- that's a totally different thing compared yeah. to yeah, and I wanna, not yeah doing anything. And this is no, I have no judgment on anyone who enjoys their life being the way they is because there were several moments in my life, like right now, looking back, I can see yes. after my divorce and after my last relationship that whilst I have grown in several areas of my life, there were one or two areas were my that were my constant. So. We get to decide where we want to grow and where we want to be constant or what feels stable for us. And each of us gets to make that decision uniquely because it's your life. It's my life. And we Mm. each have our own choices and decisions to make. I share this with my view, knowing that we each have a view and an opinion on our own lives. Absolutely. I want to share this story. So I went through a divorce too. So in New Zealand, you go through the separation first, you have to be separated for two years, and then you can get the actual divorce. I feel like what you're talking about really has been my process in these past sort of six years where um, I you go through that first initial horrific stage of something ending. And then I was rebuilding, figuring out what do I want to do now. And I had this dream and I had this dream about what I wanted to do with life since I was a young girl. 
and and I'd never done it. I have a British passport because of my dad. I have always wanted to go to the UK and live there and work and all of these things. And so at the end of that year of after the separation, I'd got to the point where I was like, yeah, I'm at the point now where it doesn't feel so awful. <laughs> and now what do I want to do with my life? There's so many possibilities. This is amazing. And so I booked the one-way ticket to the UK. I had my British passport. And then something happened that was really challenging. And I had people in my life that kept telling me, I don't think you should go to the UK anymore. You're too fragile. You won't cope. You, you're just, you shouldn't be doing it. But, and I listened to them. And so I didn't go. And that has been my biggest regret. <laughs> but now I guess I have, I guess the point of this is that I have been really thinking about life and about what I want. Because I mentioned before, that I feel like I've been in a holding pattern for four years. I'm back at the point where what do I want from life? And I'm letting go of that idea that maybe that wasn't, yeah, that it can happen in a different way. It might not necessarily happen in the way that I had hoped it would happen. And learning, yeah, learning how much of my life I have listened to other people and listened to other people's egos and fears when what I know about myself is that I would have been fine because I am resilient, I am resourceful. I guess I really am in that sort of point where I am thinking, what do I want life to look like? What do I want to do? What do I enjoy doing? And trying not to get stuck in the oh, this is what life was like before and there were all these good things. And it's, well, yeah, but life's different now and you can still have good things. And I don't know if that, any of that made sense, 100%. but I just feel like that was sort of, yeah, that was an example for me of that I've spent a lot of my life listening to fear, listening to other people's fears. And there's a few things I want to touch on just hearing all of that. I got married and then came to the UK and oh yes, family members will say things from a place of love because they want to protect you. They don't want to see you hurt. They don't want to see you going through pain. And I was told, I went home and I said, I'm getting divorced. And my dad said, do you want to come home? And I said, actually, no, I've got to do this on my own. Yeah. And I've never talked about this. I was homeless. I didn't have wow. a home. Yeah. I slept on my sister and her partner at the time on their sofa, on friends' sofas, because yep. my 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 ex had drained the bank account. I had the overdraft. I had paid yeah. it back to zero, and he just kept draining it. And, of course, it was a joint account, so I was jointly liable. Oh, so I'm God. like, shit, okay, I've got to now – make this money up. But of course, when you're jointly liable, yeah. there's, there's so many gifts about through divorce. And it was in that time, yes. I'm like, the most amazing people are going to come into your life. And we're always going to be supported yeah. no matter what. I had the most incredible friends who supported me during that time. And it took me six months to get back on my feet. And it took me a while to pay yeah. all of that off, but I did eventually. And I definitely would not have been the same person had I gone home and did it back home versus really growing, standing on my own two feet and doing it from the UK. And the other thing about fear is that fear never really goes away. With really big, pivotal moments and change, 
what I've realized is that fear is still there. We just have a choice whether we choose to listen to it or you asked me about intuition. Intuition is the heart or intuition is connected to your gut. It's connected to your body. And are you willing to listen and follow your heart and your body's wisdom or you want to follow the fear and the subconscious? And we get to choose and decide out of those two choices which we want to align with and when. And so for me, I've consciously decided that I choose courage and I choose bravery, no matter how scary Mm. the moment might feel. And I'm going to breathe. I'm going to breathe through it. And I'm going to allow the emotion to move through me. And that's something that I've really worked with after the decision that I made that I'm going to leave the UK. First thing I did was I got up and I went for a walk because I'm like, okay, I can feel all of this emotion rising in me. Now I need to move it through me. What is the best way for this to move through me? Is that dance? Is that a walk? What is that? And at that time it was walking. It was like go into nature, go for a long walk and move this through you. Yeah. And I've really found that since I've made this decision to move, like fear might come up in waves as you really embody and integrate, Mm -hmm. like fully integrate the decision within your body. You're going to have emotion Mm -hmm. coming through in waves. And so it's how do you navigate that with grace and with ease, right? Knowing that it's Mm -hmm. just a moment And so I've got so much compassion for myself as I navigate this phase and I'm really present with my body. I'm like, oh, okay, I need to go for a walk. Oh, there's quite a lot of emotion coming up. And I feel so, so much better when I just allow it to move through before I used to block it and it used to sit. And that's when it's not healthy. It's like, A lot of people will say emotion is energy in motion. So can we allow the energy to move through us? Right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's really funny because we're not really taught it. And I think there's always a place for talk therapies and things. It hasn't been until the past maybe year or so that I've actually really learned that especially in terms of like things like grief Mm and letting go of things that I can talk about it, but the actual letting go part is, is a physical thing is, as you say, is like moving that energy through my body or creating something and it's unspoken. And I think that goes against a lot of what we've learned about this is how you process something. It's actually, it's, it's not. (laughs) It really isn't. When I made the decision to close my business, I actually took a week off and I allowed myself to, witness what all the magic that was created through the last 16 years of having my business over the last 26 years of being a physio. It's can I witness, celebrate, acknowledge, and just own what has happened. Mm. And yeah, I wrote and wrote and reflected and there was so much emotion that moved through. I cried so much through that week. But it was so cathartic and when grief is not processed and held in the body, that's when it becomes something. And we're not taught as a society to take time out, to feel, to process 
And sometimes it's like your emotions are inconvenient. Can you just put that on pause? And can you just go and do what you need to do? And can you come back to it? But by then, the moment's passed. Hey, thank you so much. It has been another wonderful hour with you. (laughs) It never feels like an interview. It just feels like it's so nice just checking in and talking about this stuff because I've always been a very logical person in my very in my head. And I think I'm learning more and more in this past year to start embracing things that may not make any sense at all, but bring me closer to being in my heart and in my intuition. It's my pleasure. And thank you so much for having me back. It's been wonderful to chat and just to be in flow, to have a conversation that's hopefully going to touch a lot of women because I think a lot of what we talked about isn't always talked about. And hand on heart, I can say I actually haven't talked about any of this in any other podcast, to be honest. So (laughs) seriously, (laughs) it's clearly meant to come out and... What a beautiful gift to each and every one of us, to you, to me, and to everybody else. So thank you. Thanks so much for joining me. If you have loved this episode and want to learn more, please come and follow me on Instagram for more content or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can find all of that information in the show notes.